Industry Insider is only available at Promo Corner, the leader in digital marketing for the promotional products industry. Each Monday, they discuss, dissect, and debate a single issue impacting the world of promotional marketing from every industry perspective. Now, it's time for Promo Corner's Industry Insider. Welcome to another edition of the Industry Insider, your promotional product podcast where you can get all the nerdy news you need to know about. My name is Jeff Franklin, National Accounts Manager with Headwear USA, and I'm joined today by three other lovely folks. But before we do or get into that and introduce those uh, awesome people that I'm joined by, we're going to talk today a little bit about uh, Promo Show. Yeah. Uh, so join Promo Show, hosted by Promo Corner, Tuesday, October 26th from 11 to 3 uh, to attend the bestseller-themed show. Distributors can register by clicking on the bestsellers banner at promoshow.com, and suppliers can reach out to sales at promoshow.com if they're uh, if you need help uh, reserving a booth. Um, there's going to be education, entertainment, giveaways throughout the day, so be sure to check, uh, check it out on October 26th between 11 and 3 Eastern at promoshow.com, the entire industry virtually. Uh, why don't we say hello to Stephen McFadden, clean-shaved Stephen McFadden. Whoa. Did I, did I, I get younger? You yeah, you got older. younger. We all got yeah. older. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we were just yeah. mentioning sort of how, how you can go into Promo Corner's uh, webpage and check mm-hmm. out all of the Industry Insider podcasts, and it shows the thumbnail for each one. And it's funny because you can just sort of scroll down and see yourself getting older. And uh, Stephen's all of a sudden going to jump all over the place. Yeah. Well, you could do that with like your beard, like do a flip book of it actually has pictures of Jeff's beard. <laughs> My hairstyle. Like, mm-hmm. You can see how long it takes to grow the beard. Actually, it's pretty pretty nice that. Yeah. Way. Meg Erber, uh, bangs. How are you? I'm doing well. Yeah, I guess you get to the same with my hairstyles, from the blonde to the bangs. You know. Correct. <laughs> doing good. I just did. Um, Brian Young or Dunstan Group's podcast for Sleeping for Good, and that's going to air in a couple of weeks. That's super exciting. We're almost to the end of our event. We were almost to our goal last week. Chameleon Lake had that huge challenge and raised a bunch of money, but there's still time. So Sleeping for Good, let's do it. Promocares.org slash Sleeping for Good. Get out there, donate. I thought for a second you said Chameleon Air made a donation. I was like, it's like I haven't heard of Chameleon Air forever. I mean. Who knows? I've had a lot of coffee today, but you know what the best, best thing about Brian is he's a Chiefs fan. <laughs> yeah, and he's in North Carolina. I'm surprised. That's usually like what Panthers territory. I don't know. I don't know anything I mean, about football. Normally, you would think so, but. You know. <laughs> <laughs> but anyhow, that other voice you heard, Jason Noakes, special guest, uh, joined us a year ago, almost to the day, and we're excited to have you back today, sir. But. As you know, it is customary for us to give our special guests a good three to four minute introduction of yourself in case people didn't hear the show last year. Um, So why don't you tell us who Jason Noakes is, how you got started in the promotional products industry, and what the hell you've been up to since. Sure. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me on again. You're a yearly October guest. No, uh, so I've been in the industry my entire career. I have been supplier. I dabbled as a distributor, but most of the time I've been on the service provider side. So I was the first employee at Distributor Central, uh, programmed a lot of the original uh, first generation site and code. And then uh, the last eight years I was there, I was the president. And then in 2019, I left Distributor Central to start Promo Pulse. Um, Promo Pulse 
takes all the content we can find in the industry uh, from suppliers and service providers like Promo Corner. So your smiling faces are inside Promo Pulse and we make it uh, very easy for distributors to get ideas and inspiration information. Um, we have an app, everything's free for distributors to use so they can download the app, follow suppliers that um, they're interested in uh, we have a daily email that goes out that's basically a recap of what happened the day before. Um, we do have large, uh, some of the large distributor groups use a, a web feed that has their preferred vendors uh, information and they embed that in their back end system for another uh, product search or another way to get ideas for their clients. And so that's all good. And I had all that stuff last time I came. Um, uh, the pandemic, you know, was tough for everybody, um, but it, you know, it did yield new ideas and had time, everybody had time to think and, and come up with things. And so this year um, from the pandemic, uh, we're now uh, branching out and getting content from suppliers through distributors uh, into consumers and getting uh, small businesses, getting them ideas for all this great stuff that the suppliers produce. And so we launched a platform called AMP uh, this year. And it takes, uh, we use machine learning and pull out all the good content uh, and we package together and distributors can pick the suppliers uh, that they do business with and they upload their list and set their frequency and everything's completely automated and um, looks great. So, and then we're getting ready probably maybe next month to uh, release a social solution too. So, so basically we're trying to help both sides, you know, sell more promotional products. Sure. That's awesome. And, yeah. you know, that's, that's, you know, why we, why we're having you on is to talk, you know, sort of, uh, you know, using automated marketing, uh, you know, to sort of uh, increase your reach and increase your sales. So uh, really just want to talk about that. Uh, AMP, like you said, is something that you're, you just uh, launched again this year. Uh, promo Corner does promo pause. There's a lot of other, uh, you know, uh, great uh, industry service providers that, that are doing a lot of great things that, you know, I don't think a lot of distributors really even consider or think about as an option to really help, uh, you know, sort of grow your business and, and in, a, in a sense, duplicate yourself and your efforts, uh, you know, without really doing any work. So um, it's pretty awesome. So I definitely want to talk AMP and, you know, what that, that program is like and, you know, basically just how we can, you know, you utilize automated marketing to sort of really duplicate our efforts and help increase our sales. So uh, why don't we start with, uh, with AMP? Yeah. Well, for AMP, you know, AMP is specific for the promotional products industry. So it's perfect for, you know, it was designed for promotional products and it's all based around content from promotional products. Um, a lot of distributors already send out email blasts or newsletters and you know they talk about their value add and the things that they that makes their business special but the complexity and the amount of content and amount of suppliers amount of products out there makes it very difficult for a distributor to compile um, you know, consistently do email or do social for their customers with all these product ideas and so it's kind of taking the lessons i've learned from my own small businesses and how hard it is to be consistent and always, you know, always, 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 you know, routinely send out email and social posts and try to come up with something uh, that's very easy for distributors and then use all the great content suppliers already produce. So that's what AMP is. And, you know, it's not only AMP, it's, it's, um, you know, like I use HubSpot for all my CRM and you can automate and set templates and so there's there's a lot of things where you can like you said kind of clone yourself to make it 
make it look like you're getting all this stuff done, but it, it makes it very easy. Yeah. Jason, this yeah. is super important for the future of this industry. I mean, we all know we've all sat through last 20 months of a pandemic. We all had to kind of stretch and reach and find different ways to reach our, our customers. Now that we're in this hybrid situation, I feel like it's almost more important. Why tell like tell the listeners why what is the benefit of using this automated marketing platform? If it's not yours, then Promo Plus or one of the other ones, but what's the, the major benefit of using these right now moving forward? Well, um, I mean, first and foremost, it's recommended, you know, the rule of thumb you always hear is like uh, companies should spend 5% of their gross revenues on marketing five to seven or what, you know, wherever you get the statistic, but, but you, to have a successful business, you have to market, you know, you have to keep the pipeline full and you, and I know, especially like right now, it's very difficult with all the inventory issues and, and distributors are just so stressed <laughs> out trying to find, um, and you know, they're having to spend all this time on orders, but what, what's going to happen when all those orders are processed and you haven't spent any time, you know, filling up the pipeline and, and making sure that there's something waiting for you after these orders are processed. And so, so I'm just trying with this product, trying to make it easy. Um, I mean, super easy to, uh, so there's no excuse basically to uh, not do marketing. You, it's just, it's, it's, it's a no brainer. So. Yeah, here's the thing. Our industry, you know, having participated in in lead uh, with PPAI and some of that stuff, I've, I've been able to sort of gather a lot of knowledge as far as our industry and, and the demographics and how everything's set up. We're 97% small business, you know, and I would venture to say that a lot of those are just a one or two person sort of operation. So, um, you know, really duplicating your efforts is, is something that's extremely important. You know, uh, I like to call it, you know, rowing both oars. If you're only rowing one oar, you're going to be going in a circle. You know, you got to row both oars to be able to continue moving forward. And uh, so that's basically, you've, you've got to be able to capture the business that you currently have, but then you also have to be able to, you know, constantly, you know, try to focus on new business. And um, it's a really difficult thing to do when you're time poor. And uh, so I, I think there's huge advantages to doing this kind of stuff. Um, you know, it's one of the things that, that we uh, hit on at Headwear a lot too, is like spec samples and things like that. There's so many great benefits to folks out there. It's just, where do I find the time to get any of this stuff done? Because especially now, Meg, you hit it on the, on the head. Like, you know, people, it's, we're in a hybrid situation, the inventory shortages and everything, like it's taking three times as long to close an order as it used to, because they're, you're constantly trying to find alternatives and different sources and things like that. So uh, it's really important to be able to duplicate your efforts now more than ever. So real quick, and I, I know, I think Stephen has something to say, so I want to, I want to let him, but I might have a question kind of, and it makes sense. So you're, the app itself is pulling social media content, right? So put into a marketing glass. So What's great about this is that right now, everybody is dealing with the same issues, inventory, right? So most suppliers aren't putting, hey, check out this wide range of glassware that's not in stock. You know, that's probably not happening for the most part. So the good news is, is that suppliers like myself, Jeff, you know, Peerless, whoever, they're putting stuff out there that's in stock because we know it's in stock. We want to sell it. Um, so these email blasts that are you're putting out there, I mean, I would assume, because that would make sense, that all this content is pulling stuff that's in stock. So now you're giving your customer something that in stock options, there's solutions versus, hey, guys, there's labor shortages, there's raw material shortages, there's X, Y, and Z. People are just so tired of hearing it. So you have like two solutions in one. So I think this is this is genius. It's really well, it's 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 not only, you know, in stock, it's on trend. It's on trend, yeah. Um, you know, like from our um um 
our uh, meet our group that we're in Meg, the yeah. group and so um you know jeff snugs they're out there taking photos from the photo shoot and he's like posting examples and then the next day those those posts are in their social feed and then later that day it's out in consumers mailboxes and so i mean it's it's from a photo shoot then the next day it's in in front of people that actually buy the product so that's what makes it remarkable and um it's naturally you know in season because that's what suppliers are posting and then it, it it's what you guys distributors need to think about and what consumers need to place orders so yeah it's very cool it's it's very fresh never gets stale because it's coming right off the top of, of what's being produced. Yep. Steven, go. Steven McFadden. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm doing great, Jeff. How are you today? No, <laughs> um, no it's, it's funny because we're, we're actually looking to put some more things within our company right now um, to, to, from the marketing side. And um, you mentioned briefly about you know, kind of taking big picture here with the automation and social side, um, you know, social media retail seems to be a lot of like one-to-one, you know, people go and buy for transactional type orders and the approach in social media seems to be that you have to kind of shotgun your, your pitch. It's, you can get a little bit specific with demographics and regions, but a lot of people still are used to this you know, I, I see a knife set that I want, then I see 30 other knife sets that I want and you buy a knife set, right? It's not going in there to, to get, you know, big programs and, you know, contracts and bigger types of projects. So I'm just wondering, you know, how, how you see that automation being able to target or, or, you know, does that come from the distributor side using their tools to help target the specific people that generate, you know, qualified leads through social? Because that's really tough, I think. Yeah, no, I, I definitely agree. Um, yeah, and it's a challenge. And so, so what we're doing, because every distributor has a different set of suppliers, and then suppliers post content at different times, and then distributors post at different times. And mm-hmm. for social, we'll, it, they'll be the content will be unique. Um, but I think there's still, at least in our industry, because it is programs and it's ideas, and it's, it's trying to get your customers, you know, a lot of times they don't know what they want to do right they have this yeah. they have an event coming up they have a budget or whatever and i think i just think the more ideas that you get in front of your customers you know that helps them out because then that gives them ideas to how to to um you know grow their business and and either gifts or employees or whatever and so initially it is i wouldn't call it a shotgun approach because everybody's unique but it you know it's taking what's what we have available presenting it to customers but i definitely as at least for my platform grows i see that as it scales up then we're able to uh take um you know we're able to analyze what's going on uh, all the way down to the consumer and start presenting them different Mm -hmm. ideas and things like that so that's that's down the road that's it's not doing it right now so i want to say but but once we start getting more and more content it's going to be it's going to be interesting it's going to be fun it's going to be able to help everybody's uh, presentation be even more unique and personalized. So do the distributors have the option to kind of pick and choose what they want to see, or is it just like you are, you just, it's everything, every supplier that signed up for your, your campaign, is that what they're going to say? Well, they get, because they can pick, they pick their suppliers. So they've approved, you know, if they, they SNS is great. So they pull in SNS content, but um, we kind of set the bar pretty high of what we actually allow to go in these emails. And so, um, so we have 
like I said, first we have an algorithm that pulls out stuff and puts it in a kind of a holding tank, and then we have human approve it and put it out. And so uh, while they they don't pick and they don't really want to pick actually because they just hold it just takes take too much time. But because they've approved the suppliers and then we've set this level of expectation of what's going to be in there, what the the end result is only things that look awesome. So, <laughs> so I, I, I could foresee down the road where, you know, we can do more custom, you know, a la carte type of things. Um, but again, everybody's busy. It's just, it's, it's difficult to, I think if we started out doing that, then like we would get nobody using it because it would be so much work and so much time. And so, yeah. Probably... Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Meg. Oh, I just was going to see if you were going to be exhibiting at, in Vegas. Are you going to do anything with this to get out there to distributors? Uh, I'm not exhibiting. Um, I'm. I, it's still mostly me. So yeah, okay. I want to be able to meet with people and walk around and do things like that. Um, I'll be um, sporting SNS gear, so that's that's one way you can find and <laughs> see me. But um, uh, yeah, so not exhibiting this year, but just the fact it's it. I'm still small and with all the pandemic, you know, everything was unknown, right? So it's like, okay, maybe we'll wait. Being modest, he is not just small. I mean, this might just be you, but you or everybody knows who you are, I feel like. So well then it, then I can just walk around or be able to there you go. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. What were you gonna say, Jeff? Um, so I, I probably missed this uh when you were sort of going over uh sort of what the what the program all is, but uh, since it is all social media posts, is this something that that is then being posted on the distributor's social media for them, or is this an email blast that goes out to their clients? Uh, right now, it's email, but we're working on the social piece of it too, and okay. that should hopefully be out this year. And so, um, so we take social, and it doesn't have to be all social. We pull stuff from all anything that's kind of publicly available out there, and so. Um, but then it's reposted, resent out on the behalf of the distributor. So it's it'll be it's sent to their clients under the distributor, and then when social hits, it'll be posted to the distributor's pages, you know, as them. But it's using the awesome content from the suppliers. Yeah. So I, my, I have a, oh go ahead, Stephen. Sorry, I did have a question, but go ahead. How do you see tying in um, promo with automation like do you see that there's a good marriage between follow-ups via like direct mailers um, like is there kind of a good formula that you've seen with actually using promo to sell promo so having that automation piece but then also having a, a direct to consumer kind of mailer or something like that have you seen anything like that jason yeah oh yeah definitely that that's it, that's actually on a roadmap and nobody's requested that yet. So we kind of listen, you know, we started with email because that was what we felt was the most underutilized and most difficult thing to pull off and make it look good. So it's easy to send an email, but mm -hmm. making it look really nice with a lot of content, a lot of pro, uh, product centered content is difficult. So, so, but down the road, I definitely see, you know, catalogs and direct mail and all these things that we can do um, customize it and compile it and do different things so the, the problem with direct mail is it, it it gets expensive because of postage right and so it's sometimes hard to, for especially small businesses to swallow the cost of uh, doing direct mail because the bulk of it is is postage so but but I, I think that's definitely planned because it, it's just a natural extension to what we're doing 
and you know as you know direct mail was still extremely popular especially through the pandemic it was you know one of the few ways you could reach people sometimes mm. so yeah so i think it i think it could be popular but it's um try to focus on the the digital stuff yeah. <laughs> only because sure. a little more economical but crawl walk run right and that kind of actually goes segues right into what i was going to say like why should the industry be focusing on connecting this way through mm-hmm. the digital means like for marketing why should we be doing it what's like well it's not going away oh. I and mean, that's what and you know as as we all age you know there's all these other people coming in right and they're digital natives and so they that's all they want to do they don't want mail they haven't got mail and they don't know all these <laughs> things that we grew up with uh, you know don't necessarily exist in their lives and so so you know it's 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 from um you know doing content posting to um doing uh tiktok dances with coffee and you know promoting <laughs> different things so uh you know that's that's how that's how everybody will have to reach that's how companies are reaching these the the, the newer, Digital, newer yeah. people in our industry and so i mean they i would expect they expect us to have all this stuff and you know sometimes i feel like our industry has been behind you know for in a lot of areas and so so this is trying to speed it up no, I agree. Technology has talking... definitely been one of those things where we've exactly. been. Exactly. And I've been pushing and I've been, we had Jeremy Picker on a couple weeks ago to talk about NFTs and the promo space and how there's just so much. I know Jeff and I have been like battling on this. It's just, it's the future. It really is the future. And if you can't adapt and evolve and maybe be the forefront instead of being the last people to adapt this, there's so many examples and ideas of how we can use this digital world in promo and attach so many different things to it. So I think you really are on the on the cusp, Jason, of, of some really big stuff. Um, I think, you know, everything that um, Promo Corner has been doing with all their digital marketing, their promo shows, I really feel like this is the future. I mean, even SNS had activewear. We had this whole virtual experience last year, this year. I don't know what day it is. Um, and it was incredible. And the feedback and, the, and how many customers we were able to touch in just one sitting. And it was so amazing. We're actually having another one in a few weeks on just new products. You know, a lot of people, a lot of distributors, a lot of screen printers are either A, too busy to see us, or they don't want to see us, or they're just a one man show at this point. And they're just like, uh, just tell me what you have. And people are getting Zoom fatigue. So you have to get creative. You have to be a little bit original. Um, so, you know, we're doing this whole virtual experience thing where you're, we're bringing trends, we're making it fun and having contests and doing all this stuff with samples ahead of time, but it's all tying in because this is the future right now for the, for the foreseeable future, being digital, being online, being creative with it, which is what you're doing and, and Promo Corner is doing. So I don't know. I think it's just a really good opportunity to shine. And I think it's, it's you're doing an amazing job with it as well. Cool. Thank you. Yeah. Appreciate that. Stephen, yeah. anything else? <laughs> I'm good. No, I'm excited. I think it's um, it's definitely underutilized, and I think that's something that we we talked we mentioned a few times. But I, you know, kind of uh, testimonial here. Like we, you know, we didn't do a whole lot of marketing. Like we did ev- most everything we did based on referrals, um, and referrals were great, and we were couldn't keep up. I mean, so it was a good problem to have. But you know, now that things are starting to come back in some ways and we want to continue to grow we're looking at all right what are what are other real ways that we can engage and that's something we're about to invest in as well through email marketing and uh, social marketing and um it's definitely something we've had a lot of conversation about internally about like why what why do we want to do this like what is our goal and i think you know to generate quality leads you know is is 
primary, but we can do that through how we look in social and the types of things we send out and how we look when we send those things out. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, a, it's an exciting new world for us and it's cool to see that there's a lot more options out there, especially with automation. Yeah. Well, another thing to point out too is that we just had a recent, we had somebody that started using AMP and uh, her second campaign, she had a, a, a customer, one of her largest customers where the, her main contact left, I think prior to the pandemic. And then she has not been able to get a hold of them for over a year. And she sent out this AMP campaign and she got a response from the person she's been trying to reach this whole time. And so she was just like completely beyond thrilled because it was yeah. like, finally, you know, I got a hold of this, this company. So I think there's a lot of value. Um, you know, you're lost customers. It's not, it's not just trying to reach and get more ideas to the people that you, your, your current customers are the ones yeah. that order frequently. It's, there's a lot of people out there that maybe ordered once and they kind of forgot or they don't think about it or, or, you know, it's just when you're, you got to think in terms of your customers lives and their businesses and how busy they are too. And they just, you know, they, they don't think about the, the little stuff from whether pins at the front desk to, you know, apparel for their team. And, you know, that stuff's just sometimes forgotten. So, so that's where I think tools that are automated that we can that can make it easy. Uh, just keep, keep you kind of top of mind with your in front of your customers and you know they may they might not even order what's in the email right but it may just th make them think of you yeah yeah oh i got an event coming up i need to talk to Stephen. so well, that's usually like the downside of automation it's very robotic but then that's the good side of social media and i've been preaching this from the from all my days and being an outside salesman the social media aspect of this industry has humanized us it's helped us grow the relationship now it's not just uh, my order taker, Meg or Jeff, it's, Hey, Jeff, <clears throat> he just posted this beautiful picture of his family. Like I commented on it and I normally I would make fun of him, but I just took that moment and didn't make fun of him. So, you know, I like, I wasn't so cold and heartless towards him. I know, but I have a question for all three of you, which I think it'll, it, it's just proof. Cause I know what I, I know, already know my answer, Jeff and Steven first, um, when you are researching a new client, do you go to Google first or do you go to like a social media site first? Researching a new client a prospect, or prospect, a new prospect or, or a cold call or something along if, those lines. If it's a person, it's on Facebook. If it's a company, it's on Google. Yeah. Okay. I would agree. I always use LinkedIn. I go to LinkedIn to, to see what people are about and, you know, see, especially somebody reached out to me. It's like, who is this? And exactly. You know, yep. do I have any, you know, any common threads with this person, other, you know, somebody we both know or we both you know, have a similar interest or I don't know, you know, those type of things. So that, exactly. that helps a lot. We're I also use the white pages. Media. Yeah. And then I go to their house. <laughs> like, knock on their door. <laughs> no, but, but we are all using social media to, to do our research. So, and it, and it humanizes us. If I'm going into a new customer that I haven't been into before, I want to see what they're doing. I'm seeing if they bring their dog to work that day. They have kids. It's all about, you know, conversation starters as well. So you're using the good parts of social media to market to people who are already using it. So it's kind of a no brainer. That's where I was going with that. But I feel like marketing in general is just about staying in front of your clients with compelling information as often as possible to stay top of mind. The one thing that I will say um, when I when I left uh, the distributor side of the industry and came to the supplier side, um, 
I realized that as much as I thought I had 100% of my client's business, I had crumbs on the table. Um, so every distributor out there thinks that you've got the lion's share or the majority of that client's business when it comes to promo. And you are, you, I'm telling you, you, there's so much more business out there. And the reason that the business goes elsewhere instead of you is because there was somebody else that, that was top of mind for that product before you. So I think it's very important, like emails, honestly, you have to be either really compelling or it's getting deleted. Like you're not, it's not going to, you know, it's, it's it's junk spam. Like people are just trying to get through their stuff. Um, so the, the compelling thing about social media is that it's quick form, you know, it's really fast. It's personal. It's usually not during business hours, unless you're, you know, Meg Erber doing coffee TikToks or something. <laughs> I'm kidding. No, I know that's off hours as well, but, um, you know, it's, it's off hours and it's, it's quick form. So you're, you're able to get through it. You're able to observe. It's just quick jabs, uh, so that you're staying top of mind for that kind of stuff. And you'd be surprised how much more business you can get that way when you're, when you're front of mind for somebody. Yep. That's really good, Jeff. That was like. Occasionally. <laughs> All right. Do you guys have any other questions for Jason or, or anything else to, to add as far as uh, just, you know, automated marketing in general? Oh, Jason, I don't have anything, but thank you for coming on the show again. I hope to see yeah. you next year too. Next October, October. Right. Okay. I'll be there. Yeah. <laughs> no, Anything thanks, else guys, you want to add as far as like stats or any any cool compelling arguments for well okay. yeah I, I will add some stats because i do like stats and data so uh, no one thing i found so I'll, I'll read some of these things i found but um so I, for example i was on a, a podcast with roger burnett and he he threw out a stat that says that they're now saying that a customer needs to be touched or marketed to 18 times in addition to sales calls and so this was outside of sales calls and outside of, of somebody talking to them but but there it's now like 18 times because they're getting so many things thrown at them and so um so i thought that was interesting i found a, a um study by litmus which litmus is a company that helps uh, marketers um improve their engagement uh, make sure they stay out of the spam folders but they said that for every dollar spent in email marketing, you get $36 in return. So that's super powerful. And that's an average across all the different, um, um, you know, all the different industries that they found. So that that's cool. Um, a lot of times email has got a stigma, I think. They think, oh, we got an email. You know, like Jeff said, they're trying to get their email box. But they, but another study I found said 60% of your customers or I'm sorry, 61% say they enjoy getting those type of emails from you. So as you know, they look to you as a business partner and, you know, they're expecting you to give them ideas. Right. And so, so the majority of them want it. And then this is really interesting. 40% said they want even more frequently than you send it out. So that's, that was kind of mind blowing too, that they want even more emails sent at them. So, so anyway, so again, we started with email because it was, I felt, uh, underutilized when I talked to distributors and it was even if they were doing email they weren't talking about product very often they were talking about all their other stuff that they do but because it's so difficult to have fresh content to have trending products to know where to go to get the imagery to do all this stuff it's just it was so difficult that they weren't doing it at all so that's why we started email and the, then we're gonna the the only thing that I would say to sort of contradict that or that where that may, at least to me, not make sense is that I feel like if, if 
I think 61% probably feel like they want that or, or enjoy that because honestly, they are, they think that's where they're getting a lot of their information and they can maybe refer back to that. But I personally feel like if it was that high that you would get that a similar open rate in those kinds of emails when you're sending it. And I don't think in any of the statistics you're, you would actually be seeing that. No, not 60%. So like we're average about 25%, which is, I think, excellent. That's good. Yeah, that's so, good. But mm -hmm. um, yeah, no, I agree. I mean, these are stats that I found on, but, yeah. you, know, but it, you know, that really, and the thing I, I, I get the question asked, like what, you know, what information you provide back to me when the mm -hmm. customers sign up, what stats. And I, you know, we have stuff we send to them, but it really doesn't matter. I can throw every stat and every piece of data I can find back at distributors and suppliers, but what matters is if you're getting orders, you're getting results, you know, or people conversations ha starting because they receive these emails. And so that's, that's all that matters really. So it's, it's that's sometimes hard to quantify, but, um, but it's one of those things like, like the story I told with Shannon, she all of a sudden got response from this, this customer. And so, you know, so she's happy for you know, quite a while, right? She got, she got a quote in all these orders. So that's, that's really the most important thing. And that's, that's our goal is overall at Promo Pulse is to help sell promotional products. So, and if I can help distributors sell promotional products then I help suppliers sell promotional products. And so, and everybody benefits. And so that's, that's what my focus is. Yeah. So. And not all content is created equal. And I think it really comes down to the content. So if you're doing it well, then, you know, it'll do well. So that's, you know, Makes perfect sense to me. You guys have any other questions then? All good. Some pretty good stats. I appreciate it. You know, we love the nerdy yeah. news around here. So definitely, yeah. uh, definitely love it. So, all right. Well, guys, if you did enjoy this podcast, uh, it was brought to you by our good friends over at uh, Promo Corner with the Promo Show. Uh, join uh, the Promo Show hosted by Promo Corner on Tuesday, October 26th from 11 to 3 Eastern to attend the bestseller themed show. Uh, distributors can register by clicking on the bestsellers banner at promoshow.com and suppliers can reach out to sales at promoshow.com if they uh, if you need help reserving a booth um, and there are, there's going to be plenty of education and entertainment and giveaways throughout the day so be sure to check it out october 26th from 11 to 3 eastern promoshow.com the entire industry virtually uh, guys really appreciate you being on and uh you know jason as always man really appreciate you coming in yeah, and thank you sharing the news man really appreciate it it's good yeah, stuff you're welcome thanks for having me on yeah. all right see guys you. take care we'll uh, we'll see you next week yeah Take it easy. All right. Bye. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Promo Corner's Industry Insider. For more great content from industry thought leaders, including podcasts, blogs, and videos, visit promocorner.com.